welcome to Housewives and Me, a podcast about why we love the real housewives. I'm your host, Connor Bean, and welcome back for another brand new episode. I hope you're doing well. I hope March is uh, treating you well and you're enjoying all things housewives. We have so many good shows airing at the moment. If you're not watching Miami, I think you need to get on board. Their reunion has been amazing so far. I'm joined today by brilliant guest, the one and only Karen Constantine of Lovely Gertie Bits. She's a content creator and beauty expert who uh, has been watching Housewives for a while. She's kind of gotten back into the shows, but she's a lot of history with them as well. So I think she's a fun blend of, I think on this show, guests kind of come from either I've watched for years or I got into it during lockdown. And she's a lovely blend, I think, of the two worlds. We got into some shows that airing the moment like Salt Lake City and New Jersey. Plus, she's been on a journey with OC and New York as well. And of course, I had to ask Karen about glam and makeup and all things beauty on Housewives. So without any further ado, here is Karen Constantine on Housewives and Me. My guest today is a beauty writer and content creator. You will know her from her amazing blog and YouTube channel and Instagram, Lovely Girly Bits. Karen Constantine, welcome to Housewives and Me. Thank you so much for having me, Connor. Oh, this is like my favorite podcast. I'm actually so sad that I'm not going to oh. be able to like, listen to this like when I go to because I, I can never listen back to the things that I do. So um, that'll be like a week where maybe I'll like, listen to an older episode. But I'm so excited. <laughs> well, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. Maybe I need to drop like some kind of bonus episode so that you get your Feel yeah. of a regular episode Please, because it gets me I guess the creative juices like if I'm taking photos of stuff here or filming I love listening to you having the chats because the thing is like none of my pals watch The Real Housewives so when like your oh. podcast came out I was like oh this is amazing <laughs> that's interesting actually we'll, we'll get into that but yeah. let's talk about then even though your other friends don't watch the shows, how did you get into Real Housewives? So I started watching, I was trying to remember back fado fado as to when I started or how I found out about the Housewives. And I I am part of the Dodgy Link um, gang where my laptop will be full of them because I used to watch them live. I started watching, um, I think it was New York and loved it and loved every week it was like my absolute guilty pleasure where you could just switch off completely and I, I loved everything about New York anyway and then the fact that they were like like living the high life over there I was like this is brilliant and then like the next kind of natural progression was um New Jersey love them they're gas then I, I think I went into Beverly Hills and so these were all like every week I'd have to try and find these links on the internet mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm sure you know, oh, know wow. like so many people yeah I don't really um, struggle was real the struggle was real and then so then in the lockdown the first lockdown I discovered hey and I was like this is the best thing this because you know that everyone like bought random stuff in that first lockdown that was my treat to myself and I was like, yes yes this yes is amazing and so there I kind of caught up on I think it was Beverly Hills and I watched full Potomac and um, watched wow. kind of dipped back in and out of Orange County. I kind of go in and off that like um, we can talk about that later. And then Salt Lake City. So I tried now and I know that you like are a fan of Melbourne Connor, and I tried watching it. I just can't get into it. Oh, OK. Well, at least you tried. And I it is it, it is an acquired taste. I think it's Jackie just put me off. Like I love Gina. I think she's got. But it's Jackie. She's a psychic, isn't she? Yeah, shine, shine, shine. And, and she's just, I've never seen anybody who's so aware of the cameras where she'd be talking to somebody, but you know she can see the camera out of the side of her eyeballs and mm. everything is just so, oh, I don't know, there's just, I couldn't get into it. <laughs> okay. But I think I will go back to it and watch it for um for Gina. You know, ideal effects. <laughs> I just love her. <laughs> but I, I will try and go back. And then I started trying to watch um Atlanta. Um, from the beginning because I know like some of your previous guests are able to like okay I'll start at like season five or six I can't do that Connor I need to know I'm one of those people too oh, yeah. God, I'm like I'll you? just start here it's because they've so many flashbacks I'm like I don't care that's like don't true. tell me if I need to know they'll that's tell me true that's true but um so I think I will I'm only about halfway into that because again it's very reminiscent of early New York where it looks like it's filmed on a potato and yeah like everybody just oh it's just so dated but then I love it I love it so I will like my, that's my mission I think whenever um, Salt Lake City finishes, I know we're due to have the reunion. Whenever that's finished, then I'll have time for what you call it for Atlanta. Because I can't, I find now watching the episodes when you binge watch them is very different to watching them every week. It's like yes. it's very like all consuming. Like I finished recently um, season nine of Orange County, you know, like the Brooks Cancer year. Yes. And yes. I needed a break after that. I was just, it was just so heavy. Yeah. And I was like, if I listen to what's her name, Vicky, trying to make whoop it up happen, I get like because you're watching like <laughs> oh, time she after time. Stop. Like, oh, she no, doesn't shut stop. Up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. 
that's such a good point about obviously it is different like i think that's something that is true of any show like binging it versus watching it weekly mm. because we kind of i think now our viewing habits are kind of either or the way tv yeah. is made but it is with housewives you forget that like when it originally airs it airs for maybe five to six months and they do tend to take a break and some sh- like obviously with the kind of issues that new york had last season with mm. its ratings and stuff like that show is on a more of an extended break but generally the idea is that as a viewer you get a break but when you binge watch you could just roll on and keep going and sometimes you're right you need to go this was a season about a fake cancer storyline. So I'm just going to step back for a while and go switch. And that's also good when the different shows are doing different things tone and vibe-wise because you can go, well, this city is a bit lighter and this one exactly. is maybe one I can come back to in a month. Exactly. I need something a bit fluffier. I think that's why with Potomac, I binge-watched that and I didn't have the same feeling with that as I did with Orange County because it, I just think that franchise is more lighthearted. There's more comedy in it. Um, I know that they've had their moments. Um kind of over the years like with the drama but I was just like I can't wait to watch this now okay yeah I totally will watch a second episode go on hey you play me another episode yeah yeah exactly exactly all right let's start getting talking about the cities specifically then because we're kind of heading that way anyway um Salt Lake City is airing at the moment we're heading into reunion the second season has been a marathon not a sprint it's really dragged out in a way what did you make of of season two and what do you make of the show in general so I watched um the last episode yesterday what is yeah yesterday and I was like oh my god it says episode 21 how has this been on for so long and then when you kind of look back at like what happened I think everybody was so excited at the start of the season to see what would happen with Jen's arrest and all like the the E True Hollywood story that kind of goes along with that but then and I think a lot of people have felt the same that it switched from that to Meredith's dad's um, memorial and when that happened did it happen and all this and I I find that this season I kind of like decided what I thought of all the ladies like last season I was like okay you know everyone's kind of gassed at least it's a bit of a melt and Mary's grand but then this year I feel like I flip-flopped on a lot of the women and I'm still not mad on on Whitney Rose like well first of all can we just have a moment I don't know if you watched the episode you probably did um, with her and the husband trying to get frisky in the boudoir and I was like oh, I, I I'm scared like damaged myself from the absolute I'm secondhand scared. cringe <laughs> I was like I d- oh how is that sexy I was like your mic is down your bum crack like would you just <laughs> that, yeah that was my thing it's like because in a way I like the idea that on Housewives it's regular people who don't have like movie star bodies mm. and don't like maybe like you know it's couples that don't look like super glamorous or whatever but by the same token it felt way too real and also really staged. And I was just like, there's no... And also, I just didn't feel like it was something they would do if the cameras weren't there. And that's always my thing with Housewives. If this is something you would get up to when we weren't there, then I'd watch exactly. in a way. Exactly. You could tell but I was like, natural or not. Yeah. Let's paint with our bodies. It's like, no, <laughs> like you would not do this. Why am I watching you in this ill-fitting oh. swimsuit with sunburn and a mic pack, as you say, hanging out of a hoop? I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Like, I don't care. I'm, I'm very, very much here for all kinds of bodies and housewives. But by the same token, if I can see the mic crack hanging out, the mic hanging out of your arse crack, whatever size you are, it's just so distracting. I know. Like, I was like, oh, oh God, please just, where's my phone? I need to scroll. I need to keep playing. Yeah, I remember being like, let me just play a game on my phone for this bit. <laughs> but um, I just, with her, I think this year, she, I know she, she's like a dog with a bone with like certain things. And like, I just don't understand mm-hmm. why this happened. And I don't understand. And like, it's like, okay you are not Miss Marker would you just stop like I find that her her storyline is like trying to figure it out and beat the person it was like she's trying to be like the Megan King of the season and trying to kind of unveil yeah. what was happening um but I think as well with Whitney she's the most rehearsed housewife I've ever seen and I don't know if she has watched previous kind of franchises or she's yeah. like a big fan but I remember like in season one at Jen's party that she threw for Coach Shaw and now, obviously, I think Whitney was, had had like a few, a few beverages um, and she started to kind of like make this big declaration to Jen and then fluffed her line and was like, no, no, let me do it again. And was then yeah. saying it in the end. Yeah. just like, how oh, would you just stop? Like, just stop. I think she's desperate to prove 
that she's not stupid and there and then comes off almost worse because I don't think she's stupid but she I don't think she's quite mm-hmm. smart enough to pull off the detective thing so she's always like but I'm investigating and I'm like oh I think actually if you just stuck to the beauty business and your husband and just reacting in the moment we'd see that you're smart we don't need you to be like with the magnifying glass walking around in the background you know? exactly anyway, and like she was like delighted with herself um, in like one of the, la- the last episodes where she was talking to Meredith and you know she came up with the line like oh what should I have done call the FBI and like she was like trotting into the bedroom going oh god lads wait can I tell you the line that I just gave like this is gas I'm brilliant it's just a bit forced a bit forced then like I I mostly like Heather but I found that again this year she was kind of chitster and like with Whitney and like she would say to to me oh everyone's talking about this and then she'd say to like Lisa everyone's talking about this like you are is you as well like you (laughs) you know like you were not exempt um to this but then she would have like those like comedic times where she was like joking about her weight and I'm like I, I feel like she's the most relatable of um the gang and then like I felt for Mary I know Mary kind of has had like her issues over the season but then like in that last episode where they were all going yeah go on throw it to Jenny like throw the glass at her but basically they were saying yeah. no they didn't tell her that but I was just like and nobody went over to her to see if she was okay they were all like oh Mary that's or uh, Jenny that's gas like we you know just as long as you don't like knock this over knock that over and I was just like no, that's that's not it. That's not. I yeah. I thought Lisa Barlow kind of trying to smooth over it. I'll be like, well, I don't care. Throw whatever you want. I was like, no, Lisa. I think actually it's okay to be annoyed yeah. that someone threw a glass at your event. Like I thought it was an odd, and I don't know if it's because Mary has sort of been on an island by herself all mm. season, or like it just you know because you were mentioning there that Whitney is very rehearsed and I do think these women because of how late they like this is a very late entry into Real mm, Housewives and I yeah. think they're very they're very aware of how they're perceived all the time and I wonder where they're like well the fans will find will probably side with us that Mary's not a good character whereas mm. actually even though Mary can be very cruel and there's serious allegations we also mm. don't hate her the way we and particularly we we obviously found out stuff about Jenny via Facebook posts in the interim. So it's like we as viewers are like, actually, that was not cool or an interesting moment, and you should not stand behind her. Exactly. Like at the end of the day, she is a person, and nobody should be like. Can you imagine like if somebody threw that at Jen, she'd lose her yeah. life. Do you know, oh. but Jen would probably have a glass in her handbag and go, oh, oh, you want? Remember when she was like, my glass went further. I was like, Jen, shut up. Oh my god. I know she she's she's so funny. Like I, not that I feel for her, but. again like I don't know if as well like when it comes to the different franchises and especially like the ones where you have like the legal ramifications that are happening and because I'm kind of of a a vintage kind of similar to the ladies like I'm in my mid-40s and sometimes I watch Mm -hmm. them going god would I like would I do that or would I act like that or if I was like having like legal issues would I go on the telly and then I'm like is it (laughs) do you know what I mean like is it like that that lack of self-awareness that um they're kind of going okay if I go on am I going to look it'll make me look like I am not guilty or is it a contractual thing I love thinking about the like the logistics of yeah yeah the whole, and they the whole need thing. the money exactly because like if you did like that if she did what she is alleged to have done I'd be like no I'm going silent I'm like doing the Homer Simpson into the bush thing I'm not gonna like go on but like <laughs> she's just like no she's like out there like cracking jokes you know about like you know is Kim gonna be on her Kim Kardashian gonna be on her um her payroll and It'd be interesting, I think, to see how next year's season plays out. Um, I'm trying not to look at the spoilers, but they're all over the place, but I don't want to ruin it. Yeah, it's hard. Like, I mean, I I have a bit of a... I like knowing that they're filming and maybe about one or two things, but I don't like the way... I don't like the way the fan accounts will try and tell you every single thing that happens because I'm like, I still want to see in the show. I mean, the gist seems to be that they went back to film the new season way ahead of schedule obviously oh, okay. to get a head start on Jen's trial because mm-hmm. it is starting like maybe it'll be started by the time this actually mm-hmm. comes out but like it's starting in March so uh, like I think they st- they probably were like we need to get a good two or three months with Jen on camera because yeah. like who, that's what people are going to be watching I mean depending on how the trial goes they could be like the season finale could be like clink clink you're going to jail so like you know, <laughs> I don't know it's bizarre it's it's just bizarre and like I'd say she's doing the show obviously for money but also she does seem to be in I love this running j- joke the second half season of Jen just being like I don't know why this is happening <laughs> and I'm just crying and I'm like I can think of a few reasons and they it begins with F and ends with I and the middle letter is B <laughs> yeah. that's probably why like it just yeah I don't I know, know. it's I don't like know. she seems more concerned about 
who is the best friend or who is like the better friend to her than like what the charges. Actual, yeah, exactly. The charges themselves. <laughs> like, and you know, Bizarre. she's still like kind of Meredith, are you my friend? Are you my friend? And Meredith's like, would you just go away and leave me alone? <laughs> like many times I, I have know. to tell you. <laughs> I can't be your friend right now, but I have sympathy for what you're going for. I love how she's like, you you slagged off my son for maybe being gay on Twitter. So like I'm still pissed off about that, but like I hope you don't go to jail. Like it's just such a weird stance. I'm like this I mean, that is the weird side of the show that is kind of always compelling. Oh my god, big time. It's just it's like obviously it's you know, like with the the different franchises, they're living lives that we would never live. But like when yeah. this kind of stuff comes in, you're kinda of going, Oh my god, I'm bed into this. This is brilliant. And I think Meredith, this season I just wasn't mad on her with the whole like I'm not engaging I'm disengaging and it's like ah, it's your job your your job is to engage like just because someone's after pissing you off doesn't mean like they're not allowed to come to things that they're invited to you know and um, but then I think she kind of turned it around like when she lost her shit at the at the Zion I was like this is brilliant go on get it all out you know you deserve that because like at the end of the day like if she was having like her memorial for her dad you're up to 90 you know you're not gonna remember well like i was there at like this clock on this day and yeah like they all the others were just like okay this is a storyline like we don't have kind of much on our storylines let's go with this you know it's like obviously they weren't able to talk about jen's um trial that much let's focus on this <laughs> meredith and i'm just like oh just stop <laughs> yeah and also it just trying to catch someone out on the difference of 12 hours or 24 hours at that i'm like when people are going through a loss like that like they're gonna maybe slightly they may not say it exactly right each time doesn't mean it anyway it's just we'll see i mean i think it will be interesting how the reunion plays out as you say what will happen mm. next yeah. season because isn't that wasn't the reunion um recorded right after the episode with um where lisa was miked and like was giving her so i'm like oh yeah so, it's gonna be all fresh so, yeah <laughs> so they would have seen that would they they hand them the last handful of episodes to watch kind mm. of before they go into the reunion so they'll see like They'll have come in hot off, say, a finale in any big episode. So I'm so excited to watch Meredith yeah. in real time say to Lisa, how dare you? Because Lisa's meltdown, that, <laughs> that was, was that actually was maybe my favorite moment of the season because it felt very like the real Lisa Barlow. Yes. Oh, she was saying things that was not supposed to be on camera. And I was like, oh, girl. <laughs> Another show that's airing at the moment and it's back for a new season is Housewives of New Jersey. What are you making of the new season so far and of the show in general? What do you like about New Jersey? What brings you back to it? I think so far this season, um, I know we're only like a couple of episodes in, but I would not want to get on Marge's bad side because I liked her in the first initial seasons. I thought she was gassed, she had the big tails mm-hmm. and everything, but she is venomous, you know, and like I know she's like, we all have her moments and like I get where she's coming from in terms of like that um, Jennifer was basically kind of saying that she, that she is a hypocrite. She really is. Um, but I was like going, no marriage. Like at the end of the day, her, um, Jennifer's husband, Bill, was the one that had the affair. She didn't have the affair. and But then you have like Jennifer just talking shite basically and like she's like mm. saying to i don't i don't also get sorry i have like so many thoughts in my head because i feel like this is all fresh as well jackie's now new allegiance or alliance to jennifer after everything that happened last year it's like she wants to prove that she's the bigger person who will stick by jen going through all this with marge even though like the situations are different like last year is like hers her the thing was like a rumor with her and evan but yeah, I just, it's, it'll be interesting to kind of see how the season plays out. And again, it's like Teresa this year is completely disengaging from drama because the episode the other night or the other week was um, like Gia, who I love, I think she's fab, like going head to head, head to head with, um, with Joe. I kind of say, no, this, you can't say this about my dad. And like, like Teresa's just standing in the background going, la, 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 la. We're all happy yeah. families. And I'm like, that's not how, that's not how it works. I kind of, I feel for the kids um, big time. But yeah, I, I, do you know what I saw? I love <laughs> the fact that I'm sure you were probably, did you watch um, New Jersey from the beginning or did you kind of watch it later, later in life? I watched the early seasons and I've missed a chunk in the middle, but I kind of know what happens with, say, when Melissa joins. But I saw the very first two Okay, okay. No, because I was just like, I love the fact that, you know, when Gia's meme came out last year, waking up yes. in the morning. I love yeah, that. Like, yeah, I was yeah. there at the beginning and then, like, when it happened and, like, God love her all, like, that, that kind of went on. But, like, seeing her grow up to be, like, a strong woman who is, like, will not take any shit, will say what she needs to say to whoever... And I'm like, yeah, go on. I could see her kind of joining the cast, like potentially in a season or two. Um, 
And I think like from the preview for, for this season, it's going to be interesting to see how things play out with Melissa and Jennifer again. Um, because Melissa doesn't ever really have storylines. Her storylines are other people's stories. Um, so yeah, I'm going to, I love the fact that it's kind of old, kind of Italian, old school Italian. I love Dolores, but I'm hearing that she is, she is like a different Dolores this season. So it'd be interesting to see again how that plays out. But yeah, I think it's it's a good one. It's a good one. Like the Danielle Staub return was magnificent. Vicious, but magnificent. Like she really does think she's a mob wife. <laughs> it's such a shame that Dolores was just in Ireland and it wasn't filmed for the show. I would have loved I to know. see Dolores in like Claire and Cork and bopping around. That would have been so fun. That, I just think she is hilarious when it comes to like the relationship. Not hilarious, I suppose, but like the fact that, yeah, she now has like a new man. Like, is he going to be on the show at any point? Um, like I know even though they weren't filming here, but um, yeah. I'm also, I'm on the season, I'm just switching back to Orange County, the season where they come to Ireland. So I, I'm dying for that to see how. Oh God. Oh God. Is it good? <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. And it's surreal because they are like in Powers Court, they're in no. Temple Bar, like they get oh into a, one of the most infamous like moments of the whole season happens on a minibus outside Brown Thomas in town. Like it's just bizarre because it's at that intersection where it's the side of Brown Thomas and there's a nail salon and there's a spur and then it's near, um, is it Mary's <laughs> pub or whatever that pub is yeah. called? It's that little patch oh there. God. And every time I walk by, I think to think that they filmed a pivotal housewife scene right here and you would never know because it's on a minibus. <laughs> but every time I walk by, I'm like, ah, history was made here. Anyway, it's all ahead of you. Another classic show that you have been watching is... Well, like you're up to date with, shall we say, even though it's not air at the moment, is New York. What is it about New York that you love and like and enjoy so much? With New York, again, like I loved New York kind of from the beginning. Um, I loved Bethany. I loved Jill Theron. Um, and <laughs> Bobby, 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 Jill Theron. Um, <laughs> and I kind of loved seeing kind of the interactions with them. I loved seeing the fact that like Bethany, when she started out, like all the others were like high flying and like, well, except for kind of Alex and Simon. <sighs> Good old days. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well she said it not me <laughs> <laughs> no I just again it's like that because I started watching that um, back again because I think you were talking to Laura DeBarra a few weeks ago or not a few weeks ago when I listened and she was saying mm-hmm. that she loves to kind of re-watch old episodes so I was like oh, I'm going to give that a go started watching first season of uh, New York and I was like oh my god I forgot how bad Alex and Simon were um, and like going shopping and all this but I loved the fact that Bethany was kind of you know slogging away hustling away building up her brand and her business and everything and then seeing her moving up and like seeing the likes of Countess Luan, like saying to Bethany, don't introduce me to the driver and all this. I loved that. Oh, yeah. um, and then like you kind of had those kind of forgettable characters like Kirsten, is that her name? Kristen? Tickman. Kristen, yeah, Kristen yeah, Tickman. I was yeah, like, yeah. no, not mad on her. I wasn't mad on, on Heather with her hohala. But then, and then like the fact that Ramona is still on that franchise just boggled my brain and I know I'm hearing rumours about like potential recasting and the fact that she's still there I just I don't get it I just I don't I don't get it but I just I loved as well Sonia like over the years like with her she's she's one of the most vulnerable of all the housewives on that franchise and like she wears her heart on her yeah. sleeve and she just she just wants love she wants to be looked after she wants to sell her her house <laughs> she wants to be successful <laughs> in business and I just think I don't think there's like a bad bone in her body like yeah she might have like too much to drink at um like dinners and parties but I just think she's good in there and I think she was very good like in last the last season like where Ramona was just in just an aberration on humanity and she was like somebody was like no we just have to listen we have to like listen and let people talk about their pain and I think she's kind of wise and I think like people saw her in a new light there that she wasn't kind of ditzy and all over the shop um but yeah like it's it's sad that they're having the extended break but I think they've made the right decision um there was just something missing th- this last season and I don't know I think as well like one like, factor is that there are only five of them and like yeah. I think with Beverly Hills there's more of them so you have like kind of more interaction it's not just I feel like with New York you can be watching the same episode over and over again they go out for a meal Sonya gets locked they somebody has a fight with Ramona they get not kicked out but they, they leave and there's killings and you know there's just not enough storyline for me I don't think 
Yeah, and I also think the most recent season in New York suffered from a smaller cast because if one person couldn't make it or didn't want mm. to do something and it, th- that person wasn't in the scene, it suddenly felt like it wasn't a group scene. Whereas on Beverly Hills, they were doing these like, in the most recent season, they'd have say three or four of the castmates at somebody's house for a meal and mm. like, and then someone else would be trying to someone else in the next scene. And so because there were so many bodies, you kind of, you could get away with a different yeah. mix of match of people. Whereas in New York that season, because the friends of didn't really work out, they were like, okay, well, it's just us five then. <laughs> like it just was, I was like, you need like 12 people on this cast just to take. I mean, I'm glad they're taking a break only. The rumors are going to start filming in the autumn, which feels like forever away. But yeah. also I'm like, I want them to have a clear run at like, months and months of living in new york with like restaurants open and clubs open and being able to travel because like i commend anyone who can make a tv show happen during covid because it it has to be a nightmare but trying to film those kind of like in real life living in a city reality shows during a pandemic just seems like it would be an absolute nightmare because how do you actually let them run run loose when things aren't even open. Exactly. You get you make them go to Ramona's um house, Ramona's house in the Hamptons uh, for like five days where they kill each other. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. We feel like yeah, you've already so. seen that again. You know. Um. So no, I think you're right. I think because that's what I loved as well about it, it was the first season that Leah was in. I think was that only her second season? And she brought them to the Turkish baths and like they were horrified. I loved that because like usually you'd see them yeah. all, like, in the pristine places and I was like she's good because she's shown like that other side of New York, like the, the more realistic side of it. Um, but yeah, again, I just, I kind of went off her this season, the last season. I just wasn't too impressed. And I kind of was like, when they weren't in the reunion, I was like, that's grand. I don't, I'm not too bothered about that. Yeah, I don't know. Part of me wish they had done a reunion because there was so much stuff in the press about that season. But I true, also true. get that, like, there was a lot of speculation that the reunion was to protect the reputation of certain cast members which I don't know if I quite believe I think Mm. honestly it boiled down to like a financial thing where they would have had to fly them all back into New York they would have to pay for the COVID protocols and pay them to do the reunion and they probably went let's just leave it but it did feel like a cop out I was like really they couldn't all just go on Zoom (laughs) just go on Zoom (laughs) and give out to each other for an hour and we get some closure we'll see it I I, it's still like one one not great season is not going to ruin the reputation of the show for me because there's a run of like five or six seasons in a row where it's like untouchable for me so I'm yes. kind of like I'm very philosophical I'm like it will work itself out like it like oh, I love other people that. are philosophical about their life but I'm <laughs> philosophical about the housewives I'm like it'll allow I'm gonna post inspirational quotes but it's about Roni it'll all work out <laughs> trust the process lean in girlies and I'm talking about housewives anyway um, another show that is off the air but I know you're a big fan of is Beverly Hills I mean are you excited for it to come back what do you I mean it is the most glam of the of the cities oh what, what do you love God. about it they like the pure glam because like I was looking up there recently you know their different confessional looks and because I was trying to go like think to myself who have I loved who or who has kind of missed the boat when it came to the whole beauty side of it because like you know me like I love the whole beauty um industry and um could we just take a moment I know you'd appreciate this what happened like I know they're all glam and everything Connor but what happened (laughs) who said to Kyle Richards come here Kyle come here I'll go do your hair for the reunion I'm going to put them little butterfly clips in your hair. <laughs> I know, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I think everybody was watching that completely horrified and like, are we back in the, the 90s? But <laughs> do you know what? It gave us something to talk about because usually the girls are so glam, quaffed to perfection. And like when thinking about this, it made me realise that I, I can't believe I did this. I missed the season that um, Dorit started because like, oh, she is yes. like the queen of like the glam and you know kind of flies yeah. them everywhere and like got into trouble with Kyle because she was late going to Teddy's party because she was getting her glam on and I was like god was she always like that so do you know after this now not after like this physical interview but like I will be going back to watch <laughs> that season straight to the yeah. telly well, I gotta watch like, it hold my calls I have a whole season <laughs> to watch in two days do not disturb please because I'd love to see did she start off like that or is it something that developed because you do have that where everybody starts like on like the first season and they're kind of like like poor Teddy who hadn't a notion like what she was getting into when she first started and you know they're all kind of getting glam and she was kind of wearing like Abercrombie stuff for each another kind of way like going out to different things didn't realize how glam it was um but I'd love to see with Dorit was it always like that and because I was looking I was like god I think when it comes to like the whole beauty part of it Erica I know she's had like her issues over the last like year or so she Mm-hmm. to me just doesn't get it wrong 
um, when it comes to the to the beauty like if because I was trying to think you know if she was or if, like some of the ladies were to bring out a beauty line who would it be and I'd like I, I would love it for like if Erica did that don't know how well I would do um we would pay a few bills maybe but like her like foundation is always flawless the look the eyes the the lips like she's like an absolute Barbie doll I think one of my favorite looks of hers was when they were in was it Berlin she had like that latex outfit on and yeah like yeah. I still think about that look to camera where she nearly got knocked over by the bicycle <laughs> <laughs> like the cyclists um but like they're always just quaffed to perfection i think they probably invented the whole glam team um do you know whereas like you would never really think of like the new yorker maybe it's like the new jersey girls having regular glam maybe yeah, if they were kind of going to like you know a whole cast thing or, or a reunion or at the end of season special but with the beverly hills ladies it's it's a regular thing for them and i think in the last reunion garcelle just was stunning like she had you know that gorgeous silver dress and the hair was fab and she had it was like kind of old hollywood but made it modern gorgeous 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 so yeah just i can't wait to see the looks that they have kind of coming forward because the only people that i could think of who had gotten it wrong like i suppose over the whole the franchise that i've watched um for like either confessionals or reunions like can we take a second for um ashley darby's wig the curly wig (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's oh god it was like a season or two ago yeah Yeah. i I still would have nightmares about you know because she she is so beautiful when she gets it right she's like unbelievable and she's like one of the younger housewives in general you think oh my god what a beautiful beautiful person like just studying and then sometimes you're like this was clearly done in a rush She was like, oh, crap, quick, I need something fast. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, no, she always, like, she always looks amazing, like, with the hair, the curly or straight. Um, and then I think Karen Huger is also fab when it comes to the confession looks. Like, there was one, I don't know, was it last season or the one before, where she had, like, a black dress, but then she had, like, the a blonde wig with curl, like, soft kind of Hollywood waves. And she, I think, because when she first started, she had, like, yeah the brown hair and like the makeup wasn't yeah. great but she's had like such a gorgeous transformation i think the blonde hair makes her look younger Um, i think her skin looks amazing Um, but yeah i think do you know i think the potomac ladies kind of hold their own when it comes to glam versus the beverly hills ladies um because i was trying to think who was like my all-time favorite either confessional or reunion person who never got it wrong i think it was monique for me she always looked yeah. gorgeous from like the hair yeah. to the makeup. She could always have like either a new lip, a red lip, a dark lip. Um, her skin always looked completely even and glowing. And I love all that. Kind of gives me the inspo. I'm like, oh, I just want to have glowing skin like that, please. <laughs> well, it's funny because I was going to ask you about all this anyway, because obviously like makeup and beauty is a big part of what you do and what you're passionate about. So mm-hmm. like we've kind of touched on there, the people that, you know, always get it right. Is anyone... Aside from that one Ashley Darby wig, is there anyone that has gotten it wrong or like even just maybe could be doing something that would actually work better for them? Their ego, actually, you're so gorgeous. I wish you would maybe do X or Y. Do you know what? I I think for some of them, for some of the ladies, they look better, like the less makeup that they wear. And I know, mm. you know, some of them that they've gotten like worked on and I, like power, more power to you, I, I would never kind of judge that. Um, and I was looking, I saw a picture of Sonia because um, I remember I don't know was it la- it might have been maybe two or three seasons ago where one of her confessional looks she had like a red lip and I was like oh because you're never used to seeing it it's like the women of the certain age or how it looks to be like in the different franchises now it's not kind of exclusive they will have like the dark eye the nude lip and that's what you're used to seeing and so when she had the red lip I was like oh I don't know about that but then it kind of worked like a little bit but I think she still looks better without makeup and I saw a photo of her recently um, and she looked, honest to God, she's no makeup on and her skin looked gorgeous. I know she's had like a, a facelift a couple of years ago, but she looks stunning. She looked like she was around like, late 20s, early 30s. And I was like, I want to know who her doctor is because that is yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. And I like seen videos um, or kind of clips on the, the um, episodes with Tamara where she'll have no makeup on. Usually her kind of signature look would be the dark eye and again, like the nude peach glossy lip. And where she had like no eye makeup on, I'm like, oh my god, it makes her eyes look bigger. She looks younger, I think, without the full on makeup. And I know she's like, I'm well aware of like the whole like no makeup makeup look. Like you might think you're not people are wearing much makeup, but like it's packed on. But I think if it's done mm-hmm. in kind of a classy way, in a gorgeous way, because like they're, they're makeup artists, like they're absolutely amazing on that. Like whoever does the makeup, they're brilliant. And I think sometimes less is more. 
And I was trying to think as well about who else kind of got it wrong. I think Karen Huger, as much as I love her, I think it was last season, um, one of the confessional looks, she was wearing like a white outfit. The hat, like her bibs were too big, like the little cups for the bibs were too small. She looked better into it. Her, like the hair was kind of slicked over the forehead and just the makeup was just lacklustre. But she gets it right almost every other time. Like I love the fact that she can change her wigs and change up her looks, but it just, she looked uncomfortable. She looked like she was like, oh my God, just please get me out of here. Um, and then you'd have like the likes of Giselle, who out of like all of the housewives, I think, you know, will wear a bright lip. And I love seeing that. Like, I, it's kind of like, okay, they're not, it doesn't always have to be the norm of, you know, the dark eye and, and the nude lip. And um, yes, she's like the queen of the bright lip for me anyway. And it's interesting. We're talking about the beauty looks and the makeup teams. And it's obviously like, say someone like, you've got people like Erica who are working with, makeup artists who work with like Janet Jackson and these huge celebrities so I always when people are like Erica's broke and I'm like yeah but she's still hiring some of the like LA's most in-demand makeup artists so there's money coming in from somewhere exactly. she's like get me get me the guy who does Janet I want <laughs> Janet's guy like she's still like somehow has got something in the kitty to pay for the high-end people but um it's funny that say Lisa Rinna has released this uh beauty line Rinna Beauty and it's so focused on the lips which she's infamous for and I'm sure it will be featured more in this coming season as well like mm-hmm. it did in the last are there any housewives who you think could do a product like that or would you be tempted to try say Rinna Beauty like like is that a natural step because we're seeing celebrity makeup lines in other realms like a lot of pop stars for example is reality stars going into beauty the next big thing I think so because I was like trying to figure out trying to remember which of the housewives have brought out kind of different beauty brands and you have like the likes of Whitney Rose with the skincare I don't know if I yeah. kind of try that and remember like Ramona's um, true renewal like back in the day she was just yeah. like an absolute dead boy trying to sell the women all the things it was so funny <laughs> only fools in Ramona <laughs> exactly exactly and um, then you had like Giselle has her own makeup line I know that it kind of things slowed down a little bit um, at the start of lockdown oh, yes, like with suppliers yes. and that but I would love to try her stuff um, I would actually love to try um Rena Beauty I mean like what are the odds that you try well I think she was very like late to the like to the game when it came to launching a beauty range based on lips anyway because like that's what she's been yeah, known for true. for years and then and Kylie Jenner and stuff yeah yeah and, but then doing it like right I know obviously the timing like with lockdown where like it's the one part of your face that no one's going to see you like with the mask just like oh I hate that but I think it would do well I think she will now sell the living daylights out of it in this upcoming season um because I think like with last season's um, Beverly Hills, Erica was the main storyline. So it's, I got the feeling that people didn't want to waste a storyline on a season that they knew probably wouldn't be yeah. shown about, you know. So I'd say like next year we'll see kind of more of a, a push on that. I know she had like her launch party, but still um, I'd say she, like I could see like events or gifting, that kind of thing. And then because th- in the last season that I watched of um, Orange County, the Brooks Cancer scene or uh, season, Heather Dubrow and the husband Terry brought out their skincare line as well. I would try yeah. that if it's still around because, you know, I feel like there's there's actual science kind of behind that. It's not just like a white label type of thing, which might be the case with Ramona and Whitney. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But I think if, if I'd love if Erica brought out a makeup line and Garcelle as well, because I could see her doing stuff that's kind of different, that could be like on the, the Fenty end of things, you know, kind of catering to all different skin types or skin tones and, trying to kind of make the makeup looks be a bit more modern or like the people who are watching it like yeah. make them try like that a bit more uh things and i'd love as well if dorit brought out something too Th- those are all people who would definitely make a good go yeah. but i mean we've got erica has launched this hair extension mm-hmm. hair business but i do wonder i mean she did a collab with Too faced i think a few years ago but i would love like like some co- i think just, i mean people slag me off for like having defended Eric in the past like I'm definitely not on Team Erica anymore but mm-hmm. I, I, she does seem to be pushing ahead so like it wouldn't surprise me if she did something like a beauty line it could be called like I don't know or what beauty <laughs> <laughs> Or what? <laughs> I can actually see her face like doing that. That's one of the lines. Do you ever like find yourself like with you know there's some iconic lines uh, from the season that like if somebody says that I can just hear myself going or what or like yeah yeah if I'm in the shops and like I see a packet of like hunky dories like Kathy Hilton is there going but who is hunky dory? <laughs> I know. Isn't it a shame that they're not available in the US because they could have oh, they could have used that as such great marketing. <laughs> No, I know. They could have they could have had a field day with that. And so you're you're watching you've watched a lot of OC as well. Like how does that compare to the other shows for you? Because it's kind of 
the first of the shows, but it's got a different, I mean, they all have a different flavor, but OC has, it definitely has its own flavor too. It does. And I know that, I know I'm a few seasons behind. Um, so with, as I said, last season, it was Shannon's first season. And um, I just remember watching that at the time going, fair play to you for coming on when your husband has had an affair and you're talking about it publicly. Because um, I was like, oh God, I can't imagine ever doing that myself or kind of putting the kids through it and that. And um, so I was like, fair play to you. I know kind of like how things work out. Um, I'm not sure yeah. if it's like this season Colonel or next season. David, but, yeah. but like, again, she they had that thing, you know, where they're trying to rekindle their romance and went into a hotel room and like, you, I'm sure like four or five people of this, the, the camera people were in there and you're kind of going, how can you be intimate when people are just standing like, looking at you just stop. and Tamara and Eddie love oh. to be like oh and it's like how can you do this oh, with I, this many cameras around I'm allergic to Tamara I ended up fast forwarding most of her um I'd say probably the second half of that of season nine I just ended up fast forwarding her scenes because I was like you've no storyline you're just a shit stirrer but I know that that's her job I know that that's her thing is to be like kind of to help move the story along but I just felt that like again yeah. when you're watching when you're binge watching stuff all it was was she said this and she said that and she said this and I'm just ah, stop like you're 45 would you go away um and then <laughs> with Vicky as well I'm, I'm glad that she's gone because again with that season with the Brooks and the cancer and like seeing her interactions with her daughter Brianna where she was basically saying, I don't believe what you've said that, that Brooks said to you or anything that Brooks has done. Um, I don't believe you. I'm still going to pick my man. It's like, oh my God, are you that scared about being on your own that you would pick somebody like that over your daughter, but then not have yeah. like the capacity to see what you're doing. And, you know, with everybody like telling you, like, he's bad news, he's bad news. So she's going, la, 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 he's grand, he's grand. Let's go whoop it up, let's whoop it up. And then, you know, when everything is found out, that she just expects it to be, she expects it to be brushed under the carpet. It's like, yeah, I did, I did, you know, or I, I, I didn't know about it, but like, it's over, we have to deal with it. Um, but yeah, and again, I think because it's like that first season, that first franchise, they feel like they are the OGs. And I think that like the likes of Vicky and Tamara felt that they were untouchable. So I say it was a big shock when they were given the boot. Um, but I'm going to, I'm interested to see how they are going to be on the Ultimate Girls trip, the Berkshires, I don't know what the official yeah. name of it's called, Yeah, no, to I'm see so kind of how that goes. Yeah. But no, it's, it, I think, oh, see, it's grand. There's drama. Kelly Dodd is in the season that I'm um, on now and <laughs> she just seems. Oh, you're in for a journey there. <laughs> That's a journey and a journey on a journey and a journey. Anyway, we'll, I'll, I, I will try and let you, you have to get through the Irish trip anyway. That's your main goal. Okay, I'm excited to see what you think of that when you see it. You've watched a lot of Housewives. So I think you're more than ready for this big question. What would your Housewives tagline be and why? Connor, can I just tell you, that is the most terrifying question to be asked, <laughs> like at the panic. Um, okay, so it took me ages and it's still crap, but here we go anyway. So my tagline is, I'm a beauty lover, not a fighter, unless you piss me off. Now that makes me sound very combative, but I'm not. Mm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they're very hard to, to come up with that are, you know, that are, um, they're sassy in that. But yeah, I'm a beauty lover, not a fighter. I, fe- I feel like you could do something like, there's nothing lovely or girly about this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like lovely girly bits and bitch are like, they kind of rhymes. I was like, we need to like, that could be your second season tagline. When you come in hot and you're like, I've had a season, but I'm not taking any more shit anymore. <laughs> That's going on my Instagram profile uh, post, like, just so you know. <laughs> Oh my God, uh, everyone who follows you be like what got into her what is this you're like it's a housewife thing you wouldn't understand <laughs> you wouldn't know you wouldn't know Connor did it so <laughs> um, so the other question I love to ask as well is dinner party time so you can have five people from housewives world over for dinner friends off hangers on main cast husbands whoever while five people are coming over and why so my first one would be Giselle because I think she's mm-hmm. gas. I think she's sassy. I think she's messy. I think she can kind of move the story along, but isn't like hugely bitchy. She is a little bit, but I tell and I think she would. Um, like if we were having a dinner party, she would eat the food. She'd probably help like bring the food over as well. Um, and I think the next one will be Jen Shaw. I would just. I think this. I know this sounds absolutely demented, like considering what she's alleged to have done. But I think she's very engaging when she's on that group like you know when she when they're at the dinner yeah. at Zion and like she was in great form and I think if she was happy out we'd, ha- we'd get great crack out of her and Josh the outfits I'm sure would be 
on form. Um, and then I think Heather Gay, she would be good to kind of have because she's kind of a quote unquote normal one of the normal ones. Um, because <laughs> I just think she's very funny, very funny. Um, and then I think Garcelle will be a good one as well. Um, again, she's kind of cool, calm, collected, and. I think you'd have like great chats with her. I find that like when she's in like a massive, like a big group setting, she doesn't get to shine, you know, and doesn't kind of, excuse me, get to, to show her personality, you know, as best as she can. But I think like at a dinner party, she would be fab. And then Sonia. And I think Sonia would be great because, well, first of all, we'd have to like, I think, minimize the wine or the alcohol. <laughs> she <laughs> when I get a chance, if she's there, she'd have a gone. Before she, you she would, but you know what? I think she'd be delighted to be there. I think, again, with her, she I think half of her issues are that when she's in that group setting she just wants to be heard and listened to and that's why she goes overboard and is screaming and shouting but um she's I'm sure like that crowd wouldn't let her get a word in edge but I think she'd be delighted to be there and I think we'd have the absolute crack um yeah so I think those would be I don't want any of the husbands can I just say why are like the the New Jersey house husbands and like even like the Salt Lake City ones they're just they're becoming their own characters almost you know like joe gorga gets too much airtime it's like no bring it back to the girls bring it back to the ladies and um, so no husbands at my dinner party <laughs> i know i find the obsession with the husbands sort of hit or miss because yeah. in some ways i think it does create a sense of the world of that particular show but it's also like i've come here to watch interesting women i don't mm. want to watch these weird annoying straight guys but that's just my own personal <laughs> my own personal prejudice apparently because i'm just thinking i've never had a straight man on this podcast so maybe i have maybe i need to do some uh, yeah. reflecting i love the idea that you have um i'm obsessed with the idea that you have Jensha and sonia at that sonia sonia at that dinner because the two of them once they get going on the booze it's just oh a level God. of like mischief that i think will be extremely interesting to watch unfold i think I'd, yeah i would just sit and watch the show essentially but I think we'd have good yeah. crack. I don't think it'd be too many killings. Okay, well, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. You kind of mentioned at the start, but I'm curious just in terms of like your housewives journey, like the shows you haven't gotten to yet or seasons you haven't watched. Are there shows that you're dying to get into or give another go of? I think I'm, I'm gonna go, I think the next one will be Atlanta because I've seen so many of like the memes and like the Nini memes and I, I would watch it for her. And do you know what boggled my brain? And I only read, read this like recently and I'm sure obviously you, no, and this rage is that like Kim was only like 29 in that first season. I was like, how is she 29 when she looks about 45 years of age? So yeah, but I see. I don't quite know how accurate that oh, really? was either. Okay, like okay. they get into it, so they're like, she's not that age. Like I think she was <laughs> she was fluffing the numbers a little bit, I would say. I just want to allegedly, see what allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, exactly. Allegedly. Oh god, yeah, her wigs were scary. I just I've heard brilliant things about Atlanta and as well with the ultimate yeah. girls trip um, the two girls like Cynthia and Kenya were the only ones that I didn't know and yes. I liked Kenya I was like Do you know she she's spicy I think she will be good and I'll watch it to kind of get to, to her I'm not sure what Cynthia yeah. what Cynthia's like because um, I don't think we saw her tr- oh she just came across like a big moan bag on there but anyway that's yeah, I think it wasn't Atlanta. a great look for her mm. sadly yeah, yeah but I think that's a good uh, shout with Atlanta now I want to ask about where people can find you online but before that I mean I know one of your kind of you do a lot of things as a freelancer but one of the things you do is you work with kind of social media brand like you know brands on their social media and all that kind of thing if a housewife came calling to you and said I would love some help with my social media or putting products on my social media is there a housewife you'd like to work with doing that Oh, that's a good one. I think Rena, because I think yes. she has like the most potential to be, she's not kind of self-conscious when it comes to being online or like saying what, not saying what she thinks. I know that she owns it. She's like, that, I'm telling you, that's like, should be the name of a book if she hasn't already like done one. But I think she, you get like great content out of her. You get great crack. I can imagine her doing Instagram lives, Instagram reels that weren't necessarily just like dancing around. Um, yeah, I think you get good crack out of her and I think she'd be game for anything. And also you, you have a beauty brand that you can, work with as well so you'd be kind of the best of both worlds yeah be able to do like product photography flat lays shoots i'd be in my element to tell you <laughs> i feel like as well like i could imagine you like knowing your th- knowing your stuff and really good but lisa rinna like really hovering I mean, like what are you doing what's oh, that yeah. karen what are you doing I'm... karen what's that like and you'd be like just let me do a fucking flat lay like, just leave like me alone. <laughs> no client and the shoot like because i do all like 
the product shoots that I do here in my box room and I had a client recently who was there going oh I was gonna like come and see if I could like be on like there with you and I was like like there's not room for two people in here so could you imagine Lisa Rinna oh she'd have my head <laughs> melted your box room. <laughs> oh, this room is fabulous oh my god what oh this? so <laughs> chic so comfy it's like a box you're like it's a bathroom like this is worth a thousand euro a month would you go away <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> I know you're like you have no idea yeah. about the art property market but i suppose for for real this time if people wanted to to find you online or check out your work where is the best place they can do that so i'm pretty active over on instagram at lovely girly bits and i have yeah, the blog is lovely girly bits the youtube is lovely girly bits and i'm about to i probably will have launched by the time this comes out um my new kind of side hustle which is content creation station so i'm going to be helping brands oh. and businesses and entrepreneurs and creators create content um, and give them social media tips social media strategies so listen it's all go here I don't know how I'm going to find the time to be catching up on all my housewives but I will make the time <laughs> is it kind of something you have on the background when you're doing stuff like say a product day where maybe there's like admin and putting it all together like is it something you play in the background or can you do that I probably could for the ones that I've seen before yeah you know because yeah. otherwise I get like so distracted like because if I'm editing photos like that's kind of a focus thing and so that's when if I'm editing photos yes. I would usually listen to you in the podcast um because oh. that's kind of like a nice it's, I love listening to people just chatting in the background. I love it so much. Whereas I feel with the housewives, I'd have to be kind of a bit more invested. But do you know what? Never say never. Maybe this could be like a nice way to multitask. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Like I kind of know you. Sometimes I'm working on some things I can have it on the background. And then sometimes I'm like, I no. obviously like editing a podcast. You can't have the television yeah. playing when you're editing a podcast. Sadly, I wish I wish I could multitask that way. <laughs> okay, well, people have lots of your stuff to check out online. And that new business sounds very exciting for any I suppose business and individuals who want a little social media guidance as well. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely love it. Maybe I could like pitch some of the housewives and be like, (laughs) Heather, Jen Shah, come here. (laughs) You know what? You can so tell the ones that have someone doing it for them or with them and the ones that don't. Like Dorinda's content and Sonia in particular feel like there's someone working whereas erica i'm like oh god she just posted that herself she just posted that herself <laughs> stop, oh, stop, stop. Just, no she's just making herself look worse like you can just tell who has a social media person and yeah. who doesn't i know i think erica now needs like a crisis management social media person Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you're like that's a little bit of my, that that side of the product is not launching till next year yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Karen, we have covered lots of ground today and it was lovely to finally get to chat to you. Thank you very much for coming on Housewives and Me. Thank you so much for having me. I loved that. That's Karen Constantine of Lovely Girly Bits here on Housewives and Me. I'll put links in the show notes to Karen's blog, YouTube channel and Instagram if you want to follow more of her beauty advice and tips and reviews and all that good stuff. Plus, she's just launched a brand new venture called Content Creation Station. If you are looking for social media tips for content and all that kind of stuff for your own page or maybe for your business, you can find that on a, the new Instagram and YouTube that Karen has launched for her business. I believe there's a website coming soon, but I'll link to the Instagram and YouTube in the show notes of this episode as well. You can find this show on social media at Housewives and Me on Twitter and Instagram. Links to that in the show notes as always. And my own Instagram and Twitter is It's Connor Bean if you want to follow me there as well. Plus, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can now rate the show on both those platforms. So do consider leaving a rating or a review if you can. And of course, make sure you follow along because brand new episodes come out every single Tuesday. So until next time, thank you very much for listening. Stay safe and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.